combination of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> Welcome to What the Heck with Lizzie Beck, the show where we address the question on everyone's mind, what the heck? I'm your host, Lizzie Beck. Today we have a very special guest, uh, my wonderful dear sister and best friend, Katie, Katie Beck. Katie, welcome Girl. to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're so natural. I'm so glad we (laughs) did this. Katie, uh, Katie lives in Hong Kong. She moved there in October. It was a very sad, sad day (laughs) for me. Um, Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I, um, I woke up this morning. I did a dynamic strength workout with this like MMA program that I'm doing and my arms are dying. I, by the end, I couldn't do another push up. not even on my knees. I can't even do knee pushups. Like they, they just well, that's kill me. I'm really disappointed. Okay. You. I Listen, I'm old. This is why I'm doing this. I'm trying to like, you know, You're only five years older than I am. And, okay. And that's I can a lot. Do push-ups on my knees. Though I will say every time I walk I up the do, stairs like, now, When I walk up the stairs, there's so many noises coming (laughs) from my knees and my legs. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) So much cracking. Well, listen, you can can actually give me crap for this. If you do a week of these workouts and get to Saturday, six days in. Hey, and you can still do push-ups on your on your hey, Katie. toes. Okay, hey, Katie, I don't have time. I don't have time for this. Yeah, okay. Everybody has time for this. Give me a break. What else are you doing? You're sitting at home. So many things. Working. I'm working from home. I'm writing a pilot. I'm doing this podcast, and I'm navigating this stupid world of online dating. Oh my gosh, what a nightmare! It can be. Why do people do this? I mean, do you want the real answer? People people do it because they want a partner. No, um, I don't think that's why people or, do it. Or they do it because they're bored and they're like, this is entertaining and meeting people is it's interesting. Not. See, but the here's time. the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think it works for either of those options because I would like a partner. Uh, but also I'm like, oh, I have extra time on my hands. This could be fun. Both, both, mm-hmm. both reasonings, nope, unsuccessful. I don't okay, Lizzie, how long have you been doing this? Like two how weeks. Long have you been doing- two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> like, you think you <laughs> and like somebody's just gonna like pop into your inbox, like, hey, Lizzie. You no, but really I just great. let's go I on just... a date and talk about getting married. Like that's not how it works. I mean, I do expect that a little bit because I'm pretty great. But what I'm saying. Oh, it's exhausting, Katie. It's yeah. too much. It's too much. I I don't have the patience for it. I think. Well, that I know. 
The other side of it too is like I feel like I'll match with people and I'm like, oh, he seems cool. And then like I'll be interested for like a second and then I'm just like, I don't have time for this. Over it. And I yeah. feel like if I if I don't make the time for you, then it's not I'm not interested. Because I'll I'll make No, time. of course. Of course. But like, you know, the other side of that is is that you do sometimes just have to give people a little bit of a chance. And and I really mean oh, like I'm a little trying. bit, you know. But but here's the thing. I think that I think that it it lends itself to just like you can weed people out relatively quickly, right? Yeah. And 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 look, sometimes maybe it's not fair, right? And sometimes maybe you do sort of weed somebody out that had you been able to meet them under different circumstances or have some further interactions with them, there might actually have been a, a good connection or something like that. But that that's I think one of the downsides, one of the many downsides of online dating is that it it can be really challenging just to really get to know somebody. That's why yeah. you know, especially especially now when people are quarantined at home and like really can't meet up. You know, I think that there are aspects of online dating that that it's good for this type of scenario because it sort of forces people to have conversations, have interactions before meeting in person and, and sort of you would putting all these expectations on each other and whatever. But people don't know how to have a phone call either. You oh know? my God. Katie, I matched with this guy and like we talked back and forth over the app, right? And then he like got my number and we texted back and forth. And I was like, okay, he actually seems really cool. Like I could, I could see myself like actually making time to meet this person. But here's my rule. Like I, I will say, and obviously we can't do anything now because of the pandemic. But regardless of that, even if we could, after we talk back and forth over text, I want to talk to you on the phone before I Absolutely. invest any time to meet you in person. Yeah. Because knowing myself, I could, within seconds of meeting you in person, after just exchanging text where I haven't even heard your voice, yeah. if I meet you in person and you open your mouth and we start talking, within five seconds, I could be like, I need to go. This is... <laughs> definitely not gonna work um I don't I and I I just don't have time I don't have time to invest in these people like that so it's like a phone call is simple I can invest an hour of my evening in a phone call but like a date to meet someone oh my gosh first of all it takes me probably 10 minutes to get ready you know um (laughs) and then I have to get to the place where we're meeting and then you're expected to be there for at least 30 minutes. I think anything less than that just isn't realistic. Yeah. And then I have to go back home and then I have to take off the makeup that I just spent 10 minutes putting on. And it's a whole night, Katie, that's a whole night. (laughs) But a phone call, I could be like, okay, I'll give you an hour. Okay. Let's hop on the phone. Let's see how this goes. So this guy, anyway, back to the guy I was telling you about. Things were going really well over text. I'm like, okay, great. He seems really cool. And so we like both kind of said like a phone call would be great. And he, and he was so communicative, which was awesome. And I was like, honestly, I was like, if you want to call me tonight, you can. If I'm, if I don't feel like talking, I'll just text you and let you know. Like I was really real with him. Like I was just like, I've had a lot of Zoom calls today. So honestly, I don't know <laughs> that I want to talk to another human. Um, yeah. But he did. He called me. He called me. I actually missed it, but I called him back. And we started talking. And within 30 seconds, I was like, okay, nope. 
that's uh, yeah that's the end of that I was like I don't know who you, you can... are this is not the person that I texted with he was so arrogant he was just like really? oh, oh, just yeah. like the way he was talking and I'm like oh he's trying to impress you and that's what people keep telling me literally I was just talking to Olivia and Dylan my roommates <laughs> about yeah. this and that's what they said and I was like I get that <laughs> um but it's like I feel like I I I try to put people at ease and I'll I'll drive the conversation and I'll ask them questions mm-hmm. and uh, lead, lead, lead them along. But mm-hmm. it was hard. I asked him questions and then he just kept talking about himself. Just about himself. Well, I was going to say, because you but, were asking him questions. So. But, he, but he kept going. <laughs> but he like kept okay. going and there kept was no adding. reciprocation. No reciprocation. Yeah. And so there were times, there literally got to a point where I was like, and, and luckily this was a phone call and not a Zoom call because I would hate for mm. him to see my face while this was happening. Oh, but see, that would be so much better because were, then maybe he would like pick up on, you know, body language and be like, oh, maybe I should stop talking about myself. Maybe. <laughs> this is one of the nuances that, you know, like you can't accomplish over text or over a phone call. And that's why meeting in person is actually a really it's important true. thing. Because my eyes, I think, rolled to the back of my head <laughs> you know like there were they were gone they were pretty far gone um oh, but there was dear. a moment he stopped so then he stopped right great chance for him then to ask me questions I'm like okay great he stopped talking so I just sat there and I didn't say anything and he goes are you there <laughs> oh my gosh so like this would have been an opportune time for you to be like, yeah, I'm just wondering when you're going to flip the conversation and start asking me questions. Probably. You know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes, I think sometimes people get so wrapped up in, in like what's happening and sort of, honestly, I think that they have the, they have like expectations for like how they sort of see things going and they just like want to make a good impression and and whatever. And they sort of forget that, you know, there is an actual person on the other end and, and like they should be less concerned about impressing them and maybe more concerned about finding out a little bit more about them. But I think sometimes you have to remind people of that and, and make them aware that they're not doing that, you know? That's fair. Um, Well, you know, lesson learned on to the next. I've been doing online dating on and off for over like probably 10 years. Um, uh, um, so Katie, first of all, uh, just to interject, tell my fans, uh, how old you are. Um, I'm 35. I'm going mm-hmm. to be 36 next month. In May, May 20th. May 20th. Yeah. Uh, please proceed. Um, so yeah, well, you asked how old I was, so that's, that's how old I am. You're right. <laughs> what else do you want to know? You're right. You're right. I should ask more questions. <laughs> 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 oh Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've been dating, online dating, 10 years on and off, you said. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and obviously in that time, I've, I've also just met people that I've dated that I've met in life. And I, I certainly prefer meeting people sort of organically like that. Yeah, me too. Um, and it still happens. There, there definitely are still moments when people sort of come up and, and reach out to you. Like the other night, I was actually at dinner with a couple friends of mine. And you know, the three of us are sitting at this table. We've been talking. We're pretty loud. There aren't that many people in the restaurant because they have like 50% occupancy capacity and stuff like that. But this, there was a man sitting outside and he just walked up to our table and like 
made a comment, like interjected himself into the conversation and made a comment about something we had been talking about <laughs> like an hour prior. So he was eavesdropping, right? you're saying. This man has been like very rude. And <laughs> listening to our conversation for, for at least an hour. And it, you know, it became very evident that he was like trying to, trying to flirt and like get my number or whatever. And one, I was like, good on you. That's pretty, pretty bold to just walk up to a group of strangers and sort of interject yourself in their conversation and also admit that you've been like (laughs) creeping on them for quite a while. I mean, whatever Um, you want to call it. It's kind of just human. Yeah. You know, and, and like, those are the kind of things that, that, you know, I think that we say that we want guys to do, but then when mm. they do it, it's creepy, mm. right? So like mixed messages, what do you really do? So I think that totally on some level, people just need to get in a different mindset. Well, I'm, I'll, ha- I'll say I'm a total weirdo and I would definitely <clears throat> do something like that and it has not gotten me anywhere. So <laughs> speaking of phone conversations, I, I had a, I had a first, I guess, phone call date with a gentleman that I met on Coffee Meets Daggle. A few things that I appreciate about like our interactions. So one, you know how on dating apps most people are just like they're like hey right? Or they're like hey Katie or or just like hey hey what's up? Hello gorgeous. Hello beautiful. Yeah. And like look, I get it. You have to you have to break the ice somehow you have to just say hello. Sometimes it is really just a matter of saying hello. But my my pet peeve is that I go through this I go through this whole process of like creating a profile yeah. and writing things about yes. myself, right? Okay. And sort of like giving people mm-hmm. some idea, some indication of who I am or like what is interesting to me or whatever. It's not that hard to sort of hone in on one of those things and like ask just about one, it, right? Just one. But I can't, it's so amazing to me how many people just don't even do that. They don't read your profile at all. So like, and this is very evident to me when I do actually get around to meeting people sometimes. And I walk up and the first thing that they say to me is, you're a lot taller than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Idiots. what were you expecting? Tell, the, tell, tell the audience how tall you are. 5'11". <laughs> yes. 181 yeah. centimeters. Oh, I thought you were going to yeah, give I, us your weight. I was like, that was bold. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you almost gave it away. I didn't. No, I really didn't. I think you did. I think you did. It's okay. I'll tell people I'm 6'2", and I weigh 210 pounds. Okay? so I actually don't know what I weigh. I haven't weighed myself in a while, but I, I'm usually around like 190. 185, 190 is sort of my, my I like sweet to spot. be generous. I keep myself at 210, you know? Even when it's <laughs> uh, It's usually 210, though. Once it gets to 220, right. I'm like, oh, oh, Lizzie. Get oh, oh, dear. Fatty. Oh. Good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have a... I don't have a scale here, so I just rely on um, my clothes to be indicators. That's good. Because, like, living, living in Hong Kong, it's kind of like I can't really go clothing shopping so if stuff doesn't fit me then I don't have anything to wear so yeah um, yeah yeah keep that under control so on coffee meets bagel what other uh apps are you on oh dear coffee meets bagel bumble 
Is it bagel? Um, bagel. Hey, everyone, bagel. this is how we bagel. say bagel. Bagel. Talking bagel. bagel. My friend Cassie used to be like, Lizzie, say bay. And I'm like, bay. And then she's like, say go, bay. go. Now say it together. Bagel. She's like, no, that's not. <laughs> I know people do the same thing. Bagel. Like, it's just bagel. 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 Um, okay, I'm sorry. What dating apps are you on? So, so Coffee Meets Bagel, Hinge, Bumble, and Tinder. And you someone you- recently recommended someone recently recommended OKCupid okay here because apparently mm. people are a little more serious, a little bit older, <clears> you know. I, I I don't know. I don't like Hinge. I, oh, I find that's it, the only I, one I'm on right now. <laughs> well, okay, but it's different everywhere. So I, yeah. I just and and I don't know if it's just that there are fewer people on it or whatever. But I just I've met a few people from it earlier on when I got here, but they're all sort of duds. You so, know what I like um, about Hinge? What I like about Hinge is that to put together your profile isn't completely complicated, and it. Mm-hmm. I think it can give yeah. just a glimpse of who you are, which gives enough for people to be like, oh, okay, this is kind of her personality, who she is. And then you can get to know each other, right? Instead of giving like an entire bio and here's my life story. You know what I mean? Right. What I don't yeah. like about Hinge is that you have to pay for height preference. You know how many people I could just like get out Eliminate, of the pool? I know. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm if only you weren't so cheap. Okay, listen to me. Okay. All right. I will not pay for that. Uh, I just said this. I'm 6'2". You're 5'11", okay? I would even even put six feet. I I believe in being generous. I'll be generous. I'll give you like two inches. Two inches shorter than me. But like anything less than that, I just don't want to date a small child, you know? I'm like... The biggest thing is like I don't want to have to be the one to protect us. I yeah, girl, I feel you. I'll do it, but I don't want to have to do it. That's a that's the struggle. Oh man, you would think they would actually. This is all computerized, right? You would think that their algorithms would see. Okay, she's six two. Maybe we shouldn't give her the five four five six men and like stop wasting her time no but here's the problem here's the problem not everybody lifts their height right like this is this is the biggest challenge that I actually find is that mm. I actually recently met somebody that he didn't list his height and I, and based on his photos I was like okay he looks like he could either be like my height or he might be like five seven, you know? Yeah. I was like, I don't really know. <clears throat> I was very pleasantly surprised when I met him in person. And I was like, oh, good, your eye level. I still don't actually know if he's like my height or a little bit shorter or a little bit taller, but I'm like, whatever. It's, it's close enough. I don't have to like look down on you and I don't feel like I have to protect you. So, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's what matters. That <laughs> is what matters. That's all we're looking for. <laughs> Can't a 6'2 woman get a little protection around here? Oh, you don't need it. You're I fine. Don't. Come I on. Really, yeah. I really am. Like a, <laughs> like a ninja. You are like a ninja. Oh my gosh. The oh. bodyguard. Also, I feel like everyone has a dog. Like, stop posting pictures of you with your dog. That's an immediate swipe left because it shows me For that you, you Lizzie, like, so important in your dog. life. 
I like dogs too, but like, I don't. Do you? <laughs> you know, like, let's not go into it. You don't have to lie to people. It's okay. I You're allowed like to have dogs. your preferences. I like dogs. I don't want dogs. Also, I don't want dogs okay. licking me. Like, why is your dog oh, always same. licking me? Yeah, you know? gross. I also feel like everyone looks so old in their pictures. Do you, do you, well, feel people are old when you look at um, people sometimes in these profiles? Well, I, more, I think more than anything, what I find is that I, I, I'm always very confused at why people choose some of these photos, mm. right? I, I don't know about you, but my profile, I basically try to like select photos of me doing activities or with people smiling. That like, show who you are you know, as a person, the things you like, right? Right. Yeah, that makes I don't sense. have selfies up there. Oh. I'm not like taking photos in the elevator of me in a mirror or whatever. Or in There's the bathroom. So many... Why is there a toilet? Oh my God. <laughs> bathroom <laughs> selfies or like elevator selfies. I'm just like, what are we doing? And then the other thing that I experienced here that I've never seen to this extent in my entire life is like the filters that these guys use. Oh. And, and I will say like, it's particularly Asian men here have these like, like the filters that you get on Snapchat or whatever, where it just like makes your skin like perfect and glowy and you're like, nobody oh, actually looks like that in real life. I mean, you and, and me too, like, but what? I don't think anyone else yes. does. <laughs> me with my, my freckles and my wrinkles. My red from the sun. That. You see how red I am from all yeah. the sun we've been getting? Well, I wouldn't if you used a filter. So, mm. you know, but it's like, I just feel like there's such misrepresentation. Yeah. But also, to me, that, that just signifies some level of discomfort with yourself. And look, yeah. I, I get it. People have, people have insecurities. I do. That's fine. But I, I think that if you're, if you're putting yourself out there online to meet somebody, you need to be, you need to be as honest as possible with them. Because I, I, I think that this is why a lot, of, a lot of like online dates or whatever don't work out is because people are not accurately representing themselves either with their yeah. photos or with their totally. persona or whatever just be you just be real be genuine cut through the crap but i think it it makes people uncomfortable which- i agree i think that comes with um time age experience mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. i think back to when i mean the last time i had an online dating profile was oh i think i had one very briefly when i first moved out here so that would have been like three and a half years ago. And that was wow, probably, it's been that long. I know. That was Crazy. probably another two week period. You know, I think that's how long it takes for me to get fed up <laughs> with one of these things. Stick with it, Lizzie. Give it like <laughs> six weeks at least. Um, but I think but I think to like now and when I had one in New York, like I think I had one in New York, maybe the first year I moved out there. And I feel like I did it like on and off in New York, but I only ever met, I don't know, like a two people maybe now it's like I don't like this is me this is who I am I'm like I don't I'm not looking for a quantity of dates I want to find people that could potentially turn into a relationship into let's have a family together whatever like I'm looking long term but I've always been one that's like I don't want to date for fun it's not fun for me like I am very intentional I've just always been like that and I find that because I have so many other aspirations in my life, I don't have time to just date for fun. So well, it's but like, that's, and that's just not your objective anyway. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's fine if that's what I, people do. Like, well, you know, more power to you, yeah. but that's not my thing. Yeah. 
Well, and I, I struggle with the same thing. And like r- right now in particular, I think it's a little challenging just because I'm I'm sort of in a place where I'm I'm not sure how long I'm going to be here. And while, you know, I certainly want to, I want to find a partner. And I think that you don't, you never know where you're going to meet somebody and, and where like lives will collide and whatever. So I'm trying to be really open-minded about that. And, and I'm trying to just like enjoy my time here and not be, not be like on a mission because I, I find that that can also just be off-putting for people. But on the other hand, I'm not going to compromise who I am and what I want to achieve that. And, and obviously, like, I have moments where I'm like, okay, this is not really in line with what I want. And I have to kind of take a step back and sort of reevaluate where I'm headed and, and who, I'm, who I'm spending time with. And I think that the best way to approach it is, is really to just be unapologetically honest about what you're looking for and what you want like last night so I had like a two and a half hour conversation with someone on the phone last night which was great and I mean we just we just kept talking and kind of going into things but the conversation started out with kind of small talk just joking and asking little questions and, and just talking about sort of nonsense and then you you know you sort of hit a point where you're like all right I know where you're from and you grew up whatever and I'm like what's your deal like what are you looking for what do you yeah. want yeah you know yeah. and <laughs> it was uh definitely received with a bit of apprehension he's like that's mm. really heavy that's a lot for like a first conversation. <laughs> I'm like, well, I really don't want to waste your time or my out of time. <laughs> my clock is yeah. ticking. I got yeah. babies to make here, man. <laughs> that that turned into it, it actually like sparked a, a really real conversation yeah. about about his life and upbringing and where we're headed and whatever. And gave me a lot more insight into just like who he is as a person, which is, I think, the objective, right? And in, in dating and getting to know somebody. You, in order to get to know somebody, you have to actually be willing to open up about who you are and, and where you yeah. come from and, and what you want. And right. if you can't do that, then I don't know what, I don't know what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, that's so. why most of my dates don't get past the first. <clears throat> yeah. I get into real deep conversations. Yeah. I do feel like I tend to get into really deep conversations very quickly with people. And I think it's because yeah. it's like, I don't want to waste any time. Yeah. But I don't even think it's me. I feel like people kind of sense it and they like, they ask the right questions. You're able to move past it quickly onto the next. It's also hard. <laughs> Because you're just like, all right, well, another one bites the dust, I guess. <laughs> oh. Honestly, I think I just oh, need a, man. I just need a professional matchmaker. That's what I've decided. Yes, it's just too yeah, much again, work, Lizzie. You can't be cheap. They're expensive. I know. I just they exist. I, oh. You know, actually, actually, maybe maybe you is, pay for hard. it. That's a great idea. What? You. No. <laughs> <laughs> My sugar sister friends. Get <laughs> me a matchmaker. Listen, he could have that where I was going. You get me a matchmaker. <laughs> they find me the perfect man, and then he could have a really good friend. And I'm like, listen. So my sister is also in oh, the market. <laughs> I just started watching Married at First Sight. Oh my gosh! Because Luann, our friend Luann from New York, who I hope is listening, uh, recommended that I watch this show. Uh, it actually is fascinating. 
I wouldn't ever do this show because I think it's ridiculous that it's like you get married at like they so they haven't met this person at all. They don't even know anything about this person. It's literally Yikes. they are they see each other at, on their wedding day. It's really interesting. They have three people. There are like psychologists and I don't know I don't remember their titles specifically or what they do. They understand the psychology of relationships and just different mm-hmm. things that whatever. So what they do is they have like this big pool of applicants and they dwindle it down. They pick a set number of people, observe them. They meet with each individual and get to know their lifestyle. They have them take questionnaires and like fill out all these things on their preferences and what they like and don't like and just like different things like that. So they really Mm -hmm. get to know them. And then they end up picking. So the the season that I'm watching, they picked four couples. And so they match people and they're like, I think these two would be really good together. Here's why. And they each are like, yep, I agree, whatever. And so like, that's Mm. the couple that they put together and Mm -hmm. watching it. I'm just like, yeah, I can see that. Totally. That makes sense. Right. And I'm only, I've only watched like four episodes, so I don't know how it will go, but that's like the first step. And then, and then they have the wedding. So they show the wedding day. And so the first time, and this is like, I think this is the thing I was telling Loam this. I was like, if I did this and I walked down the aisle and I wasn't attracted to this guy, like immediately I'd be like, oh, geez, Louise. Like that, <laughs> that would be like the worst. <laughs> he could be great for me on every level. But like, if there's not that initial physical attraction, it's like, oh man. And I don't know that that would happen, but you know what I mean? Bye. Yeah, but I do know what you mean, but like, I don't know, Lizzie, have you ever, have you ever dated somebody that when you met them initially, you were not necessarily attracted to them and then you got to know them and you knew their personality and that made them more attractive. Like, you know, that's, I think the factor that you have to consider, right? Is that attraction is not just, I mean, I I do think that like there's a level of physical attraction that does have to be there, but I, I don't know that it, that it's so extreme to be like you have to look at this person and just be no, like, oh my no, gosh no. yes no 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 I no. agree but uh if I'm about to marry this person I don't want that so that's why I'm saying this wouldn't be yeah. for me but that's, that's why, that yeah. I'll no, do it I would do something like this something. I would actually do something like this I really would like if I had a matchmaker like these people that were like all right we've got even if it was just one guy like I would prefer to have options but even if it was just one where they're like we think this is a good match. I'd be like, all right, let's do this. I would give it a chance, but I wouldn't be like, yeah. okay, I'm marrying you, and now I'm gonna yeah, see. that's a that's a um, huge that's a that's huge a big thing. Commitment. That's a big that's, thing. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, like yeah. on this show, the only way out is divorce, and I'm like, we're really taking yeah, that's this marriage not great. Thing I know, I don't, I don't like, like that. that. No, that's sort of a that's a an issue in our society now. Anyway, is that people are like oh well you know we can always get divorced like Ugh. it's it's like this escape hatch that that people use to sort of justify going going into a relationship a marriage before they're really ready to do so right or or before they've really met the right person we're just non-committal um, we're a non-committal society and nobody wants yeah. to put in any work why is everybody so lazy? That's what I'll say. That's what I think. <laughs> I think there are just a lot of lazy people in this world. Men? Yeah, I'm talking well, I to mean, you. 
Yeah, potentially. But like, you know, I guess I, I wonder about it sometimes. I'm like, do I fall into that category, right? Is my singlehood more a product of me being non-committal than mm. anything else? Mine is definitely you know? a product of me being lazy when it comes to dating. <laughs> I don't know if other apps have this. Have you seen this on Hinge where they they send you like, we have a perfect match for you. Here's where the professionals are needed. Because they're oh, like, yeah. based on your history, whatever. I know, I'm like, who we think what? is a great match. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Have you looked at my previous matches? So I'll get like a five, six man who is like, I don't even yep. know. I don't yep. even know. I'm just like, that's no. not. Yeah, Hinge, Hinge does that a lot. They're like, we think you should meet. And then I'm like, right. why? <laughs> I have X'd all of their all of their perfect of matches. Them. I'm just like all that's not even close to anybody like, no. that's in my matches list right yeah. now. Yeah. It's really bad. All right, but, I have a fun game. I no. want you to open up your hinge. I want you to share with me the worst possible conversation you've had. What do you got? What do you got? Show me oh, your oh, worst. Oh, I definitely have that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was this guy. He's like wow was the first thing I said when I went through your profile pictures and I wonder why a woman like you is still single perhaps all the men around you are blind laugh out loud I'm searching for a serious relationship and I want it with a woman from Hong Kong um I think we were probably looking for real stuff on here we can link up and hopefully be wonderful soulmates okay this is like this is how this guy opens this conversation he sounds very interesting I'm like (laughs) I I then said, I was like, a friend of mine told me it's because I'm either meeting, dating the wrong people, or I'm crazy. Why I'm still single. Mm. Um, and, and I said, I'm not from Hong Kong. I just moved here for work a few months back. And while I'm looking for a serious relationship, I have no plans to stay in Hong Kong long term. Um, I want to be close to my family. And he's like, oh, sounds really nice. Where are you from? I'm from the US. And I asked if he was from Egypt because his profile um, like said that. And I asked how long he's been in Hong Kong. And he said he's from the States. And so this is where it gets mm. really weird. Mm. he's like he's like i'm from the states and i seek a woman in hong kong that's just where i choose to find a woman because my ex is from there and i'm like and you're looking oh, for this someone guy. like your ex <laughs> oh dear and he's like not that it, it really doesn't matter i just love the place and i'm like that's an unusual rationale and he's like yes unusual it is i'm matured enough and i think i know what i want in life i think that's what matters and uh, i'm just like no. you want to know you've been like <laughs> You know why I'm still single. You are why I'm still oh single. Dear. Oh dear. This is what's just, out there. Like, this, this is what's so out weird. there. Yeah. I, I don't nightmare. understand. I don't understand. Um, and then, of course, it, I got like a message from Coffee Meets Bagel that the user's account has been flagged for possi- possibly violating our terms, which means <laughs> they won't be able to access their account until they've verified their identity identity with us so i'm like okay this guy is that's hilarious kind of he weird sleeper like a robot actually because he said i see been from hong kong right right weird. yeah it was it was all the entire interaction was like i don't understand what he was probably going to ask you for your bank account information next <laughs> no no weird. i've actually made two really really good friends here yeah um that I met Linus. on Tinder, Linus and Sarab. Yeah, they're both like wonderful people. They're coming over on Sunday with their new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We're not um, in this for the friendships, Katie. <laughs> this is meant I'm always in this for the be. friendships. <laughs> and that's why you're still single. Mm, that yep, answers that's it. That's why I'm still single. You, you have to like the person, right? You have no. to be able to. No. You do. <laughs> do you? I think it's important. I, I think that I think that it, at least some level of like tolerance is required. Um, tolerance is probably a better word for me, <laughs> me personally. Listen, um, uh, I love you and I tolerate you. Because <laughs> God calls us to love all people, so I'm supposed to love you. But I'm not going to say I like you. I put up with you. Oh, yeah. And I'll just yeah. be single forever and hanging out in my right, closet right. doing podcasts. <laughs> you got to just put, put good energy out there, Lizzie. I do. I do because you know what? Like it has to happen soon because I told you what dad said to me. Did I tell you? What did he say? No. He was like, listen, I've lost all faith that I'll be alive to see you get married. <laughs> oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> this oh, coming yeah, from yeah. the man who first of all is a pastor, so his life's work is based on faith, and yet he has no faith. No faith. He'll be alive to see me get married. I said to him, though, I was like, I was like, Dad, you really have a way of just, like, taking a dagger to the heart and, like, twisting it. But while Mm -hmm. it's in there, somehow it, like, curves, and then you just pull it right out. Yeah, it was hard to hear. I'm like, okay, Dad. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Katie, how are things in Hong Kong with this pandemic? How are things in that part of the world? How are things um, right now for you guys, like today? So right now, right now, our cases here are have basically stagnated. We we get like yesterday there were zero new cases. We had just a few new cases from people coming from other locations, but the community spread within Hong Kong has essentially stopped for right now, which is great. Why do you think um, that is? So. So I think there's a number of factors at play. Like one, everybody's been wearing masks for a long time, mm. which again, doesn't necessarily stop the spread of the virus. But what it does do is particularly when people are asymptomatic and may have the virus, they're already wearing a mask, which lowers the chances of them spreading those germs to other people. You sound um, like such an expert right now. Well, I mean, I kind of do this for work. What do you do for work? So I want you to tell me, okay, talk to me and the audience like we're five years old, okay? And you have 30 seconds to tell me what you do. What do you do for work? I do business continuity and crisis management for an asset management firm, which essentially means that I work She makes a lot of money. (laughs) No. Okay. I work with um, various (laughs) teams. I work with the teams across the business. So like our investment teams, our sales teams. HR, technology, et cetera. And I basically work with them to identify their critical processes. So what are the things that they do that sort of make our firm run? And that if they don't happen, it means that either our clients leave us or lose money or we lose money or we have a legal or a regulatory breach or something like that. So what are those critical processes? Who are the people that are absolutely required to perform those processes? And if we have a disruption to our business, either whether, you know, we lose power or we lose access to our building or people are impacted in some way. How do we ensure that we can continue those critical processes and ensure that we can deliver for our clients and meet any 
external obligations, regulatory obligations, et cetera. Mm. So that's what I do like day to day. And then Time is up. The, the, uh, as a five-year-old, <laughs> I don't know that I followed. As a 30-year-old, I definitely did not. Oh. But I think that is probably, uh, probably the best explanation I've heard from you. I don't know. I, I'm not going to lie. I love you so much, but I'll be honest with you. And you know I'm always honest with you. I try so hard to listen every time and every time without fail, my eyes just glaze over. I want so badly to process this and my mind just refuses to. Okay. So let, so maybe let's, let's talk about it this way. So you, you work for a nonprofit. You, I, I would say that one of the most critical things that you do as part of your job is the preparation for the board meetings, right? Yeah. This is what I understand from you. So all of the other stuff that you do on a day-to-day basis, not to say that it's not important, but if you stop doing that, a lot of people laugh every day. Okay. But like, if you stop doing some of those processes, it doesn't necessarily mean that like the nonprofit would fail or whatever. Mm. But if you, if you did not, if you and and the rest of your team did not prepare for these board meetings and, and all of the work that goes into that, like that could actually lead to some severe business impact or just like an inability of, of the nonprofit to continue functioning. Mm-hmm. Right. What I would do from a BCM perspective is I would say, business okay, continuity like, management. Yes. What are, what are like the critical aspects of this process of, you know, the board meetings and whatever, and how do we ensure that you guys can continue doing them? If you can't get into the office, if you can't access your computer, like mm. what's your contingency? Mm. What's your what's your plan for ensuring that you can deliver on that? And make so sure you that, make sure you know, that you business can go on regardless of what is happening in the world. Correct. And what hiccups might. Correct. Okay, so that is yeah. how you explain to a five year old what you do, and that was a valuable lesson for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna solicit feedback from people that listen to the podcast if they understood my first explanation. <laughs> they probably did. I mean, let's be honest. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Katie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. So lovely. I always mean, always a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah, really this my, was my just dear sister. A normal <laughs> phone call for us. <laughs> So I hope the rest of you listening enjoyed it. Yeah, Uh, we'll see. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been a lot of fun. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. It is on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, if you want, follow me on social media. I am Lizzie Beck. That's B-O-E-C-K on both Facebook and Instagram. If you have any what the hecks that you would like to hear my take on, uh, feel free to send them my way. Email me, text me, slide into the DMs. Please don't do that. I'd prefer you didn't. But yeah, you guys, thanks for listening. This has been fun. We'll see you next week.